Do you need help protecting your finances as you enter retirement? David Dickens of KC Financial Advisors has got you covered. Welcome to the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. Glad you're with us today on Cover Your Assets KC. I'm Walter Storholt alongside David Dickens. He's the president and wealth advisor of KC Financial Advisors. If you want to find more episodes and learn more about David, you can go online to CoverYourAssetsKC.com. On today's show, we're going to be talking about consolidating orphaned 401ks. Just right there, David, I have lots of questions of what do we mean by consolidation? What in the world is an orphaned 401k? Lots of other things coming to mind as well. So looking forward to getting educated on today's show. I think it ought to be some fun. And I know for sure, based on the experience in my office over the years, there are a bunch of listeners that have these. They they may not call them these, but they Ah, have them. Okay. We don't even know that we have orphans flying around (laughs) inside of our uh, portfolios, apparently. So an orphan 401k, we're going to find out what it is, um, why and how it has gone under the radar for people, why it's a problem to be orphaned, and look at some other uh, maybe choices and things that we have to make once we discover these problems and some fixes that we can look into. So where do you want to start, David? Should we just describe what a orphaned 401k is in the first place? Yeah, let's start that. Just so we're on all, everybody's on the same page. What we're talking about here. So I have, a, I have meetings with people all the time who come in looking for some help and they'll always bring in their old statements and say, well, here's what I have. Help me figure out what to do. And it is very common that you'll see well, there's a 401k for this company I worked for 20 years ago. And then I got a 401k that I worked for this company. I was only there three years, but I got one from there. And then there's another 401k from this other company. And when you when you set out all of their investments, they could have between that person and their spouse, four or five or six 401ks that are just still sitting at the company that they left decades ago. And so that's all I mean by an orphaned 401k. It's almost, it's rarely a 403b, but it could be. But any of these types of things where you have a retirement savings account, I'm generically calling a 401k, and you've got them sprinkled all over the place. And what we want to talk about today is, is there a good reason to consolidate those? All right. Well, very good. So that's the orphan to 401k. Now, why is this such a problem? Why can't this just kind of be, you know, hanging, hanging out in the background and, and being orphaned? What's the big deal? Well, so I can think of a couple of, of things. First of all, it's hard for, for me, and I do this for a living, but it's hard for the, for the individual to coordinate their asset allocation strategy. If your 401k pot is a big pot of money and you have three or four different envelopes in there, how are all those working together? Do I know really if I'm 70% stock, 30% bond? Do I know if I'm 80% in the S&P 500 and 20% in high growth tech stocks? How do you go about having a coordinated asset allocation strategy when you have that many straggler pieces out there? The people that I've talked to, they bring in their statements, they go, I say, describe your strategy. And they go, I'm not exactly sure what I have, which is why I'm here. So that's one reason is you probably don't have a coordinated asset allocation strategy if you have that many moving parts. The second thing is that 401k uh, programs, typically, they often have poor choices that you can make as to where you put your money. There's going to be, you know, this large cap 
growth fund, maybe an S&P fund, maybe this uh, large cap value fund. But let's say that you wanted to invest in some Microsoft stock or some Apple stock, you name it, uh, some Exxon stock. You can't do that within, I, I have never seen a 401k that allows you to make an investment choice like that. And then the cost structure is usually opaque in that you can't, you can't really tell what you're paying for your 401k and that those costs, once you peel back the onion, are often pretty high. So those are the three, three of the problems that I can see in having these 401ks that are so easy to consolidate into one IRA rollover that all of a sudden you have tons of choices as to how you want to invest your money. Very helpful to kind of get an understanding of where these gaps or where these pitfalls might be if you're leaving an orphaned 401k behind like that. So what's consolidation then? What are the best choices that pop up if you, if you do want to kind of solve this orphaned 401k problem? So if you're not a do-it-yourselfer or you don't have an advisor working with you, then one thing you could do, in most cases when you join a new firm, they allow you to roll your old 401k into their plan. So that helps with coordination. It doesn't really help with getting you better investment choices, but it's a pretty easy process working with your new employer's HR department to get that kind of consolidation done. So really helps with coordination. And I'd encourage you that if you're a low maintenance, not a really good do-it-yourselfer, that's a perfectly fine thing to do. And I think it beats leaving uh, a 401k at the old company and the company before that and the company before that. So that's one alternative. Another would be if you're a really good do-it-yourselfer, then you should open up an IRA, a rollover IRA, maybe at Fidelity or Schwab or Vanguard or TD Ameritrade, one of these places that cater to do-it-yourselfers. And they will help you roll that 401k into your new, brand new, shiny IRA rollover account. And then at those places, it's up to you to figure out, well, how do I want to, now that I can invest in almost anything, how do I want to decide on those things? And then the third way would be to talk to a person like me, an advisor who would handle those details for you and uh, give you the advice on how to allocate those investments. That should be dramatically different if you're 55 than if you're 40. You're also going to get some um, rebalancing help, which I think is super important. And then hopefully an advisor that you talk to is going to also give you some holistic planning, some retirement planning, in addition to the investment advice they're going to give you, such that you feel like I have these investments and my, my new 401k and maybe some you know, whatever, maybe you've inherited some money, but I have all these things working toward my goals so that I can retire at 60 or 64 or 67 or 70, whatever those things are. But a little bit of holistic planning will go a long way to helping you achieve your ultimate goals of retiring when you want and with the lifestyle you want. As you're describing that, David, another question comes to mind. So I can either do a 60-day rollover or a direct-to-custodian transfer. 
want to make sure I get those that verbiage correct. Um, is, is am I tracking okay here? Is that right? Yeah. So that's awesome, and that's a really good question, and it's a it's an important decision to make. So it used to be that you could do these sixty day rollovers as often as you want, and all that means is. The 401k custodian, let's say that you had a $125,000 401k. They send you a check for 125 grand, and then you have 60 days to go put it into your new Fidelity account or your new TD Ameritrade account. Now, a lot of times they'll withhold taxes on that, and then you have to mess around with getting that back. But 60-day rollovers, if, if you roll it over in 61 days, well, then you have a big problem with the IRS. Because unless you have a really good story to tell, then that entire $125,000 tax-deferred 401k becomes taxable in that year. And you really do not want that to happen. So what I would suggest strongly is that you only do these custodian to custodian. In other words, your 401k company, your ex-employer, sends a check directly to your new custodian, Fidelity, Schwab, TD Ameritrade, uh, such that the money never goes into your bank account. It goes strictly from one custodian to another. And then one other risk of these 60-day rollovers is you used to be able to do as many as you want, but now they have one per year, one per 360-day period, not per calendar year. It's one for you for your social security number. And if you do two, well, then that is a taxable event as well. So there might be a good reason for you to do a 60-day rollover, but it would be pretty unique. So my very strong recommendation is, if you're thinking about doing this, coordinating your orphan 401ks, make sure they go custodian to custodian to sidestep any problem you might otherwise have with the IRS. Excellent. All right, David, uh, maybe one more follow-up here as we talk about these orphaned 401ks, getting them consolidated. I know that some 401k plans have that Roth component. So does that change the, the math or the equation at all? Yeah, so, so that's a really good point. They don't, it doesn't change the, um, the calculus. It just means that if you have, let's say that you're an old employer, you had a, um, maybe all of your contributions were going Roth and their match was going traditional. So what you need to make sure that you do is open up two accounts at, for instance, Fidelity Schwab, TD Ameritrade, or with your advisor. Your advisor will know this and you might not, but the 401k money that is tax deferred, the traditional, that needs to go into a regular IRA rollover. But the money that you contributed to a Roth 401k goes into a brand new shiny Roth account that you set up. Those are, that's really important because the money's, when you start taking money out of these accounts, obviously the Roth, the reason you put it in the Roth in the first place was that it comes out tax-free and all the growth is tax-free. And it also gets that five-year clock ticking such that you wouldn't have any sort of 10% penalty when you take that money out. So there are a lot of good reasons for for rolling the Roth piece out as well as the traditional piece out. Just make sure you keep them separate. And then kind of the um, the related question there, Walter, is, and I think we last week we actually discussed this. Uh, we had a question, a, a listener question about doing Roth conversions. So that might be a perfectly good time to do a Roth conversion. What you can do is 
what I would be inclined to do is roll the traditional and the Roth into those separate accounts. And then maybe you want to do a, a partial Roth conversion with some of that traditional money into that Roth account. And all you're doing there is paying the taxes now instead of at some point in the future. Having a single custodian over both your traditional IRA rollover and your Roth rollover, having the same custodian makes these conversions so simple in the future. If you decide for whatever reason that maybe you're getting close to retirement and you want to do a series of Roth conversions, maybe it's five grand or 25 grand or whatever it is a year over the next three, four, five years. Well, to have both of those accounts at the same custodian makes the conversion super simple and super fast. Uh, so I would strongly encourage you to make sure that your Roth and your traditional IRA are with the same custodian. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you for that breakdown, David. And so I hope someone on today's show got to learn a little bit about what to do with their orphaned 401ks, or even if they said, oh, well, now I know that I have an orphaned 401k <laughs> by the description of what one is, then now you know some solutions and some things that you can do to get better control of those dollars and more choices in front of you and some of the benefits of uh, these various things that David talked about today. So if you want to work with David a little bit on how you can go through analyzing your situation and talk a little bit more in depth about all these things, reach out, give them a call. 913-317-1414 is the way to get in touch if you've got something on your mind. 913-317-1414 or online at coveryourassetskc.com. Coveryourassetskc.com. David, thanks for filling us in on these details. Appreciate your help on the episode today. And we'll have another great conversation on tap in a week. I'm already looking forward to it, Walter. Fantastic. Love to hear it. Uh, we'll talk to everybody next time right back here on Cover Your Assets KC. Thanks for listening. Investment advisory services offered through ChangePath LLC, a registered investment advisor. ChangePath LLC and KC Financial Advisors are separate companies.